0: I want to just welcome everybody. I didn't do that. um during my one announcement that I gave, uh, I didn't do that, but just wanted to welcome everybody and um, really just say, really, God bless you. If you're joining us online and maybe you have a prayer request and you're saying there's a great need in my life or my family, uh, maybe it's sickness or or there's a financial need, we want to hear from you and and just really let us know what uh, how we can pray and what we can do and uh, how we can really just uh, intercede on uh, on your on your behalf and just see what we can do, Amen. But we also want to hear what God is doing. Doing in your life, And so if you have a testimony, and maybe you're right here today, or maybe you're listening online, you have a testimony, you just want to share what God is doing in your life, some really good things that are happening, amen, we'd love to hear from you. How many know good report is always good, right? And good news makes everybody feel happy, better. It should. Uh, anyways, and uh, we want to encourage you to do that. So uh, this morning really is a little different. Um, it's Vision Sunday, and I know many are like, well, I didn't hear about it. I didn't know about it. Uh, well, we just kind of just decided to declare it today. It's Vision Sunday. But really what today we're going to do is just a special Sunday. We're just going to really kind of look back with gratitude. This is a day to really look back with gratitude and look forward in giving. And so uh, really what we want to do this year is we want to do a year-end offering and so from now until December 31st, we just want to encourage those to give and uh, for the year-end offering and just um, see what the Lord will do. We're looking forward to next year already and what the Lord uh, will do um, with you and through you and in you uh, in this church. And we're excited to be a part of that. And uh, I think that it's so good when we as the body of Christ get together with one heart and say, you know what, Lord, we're going to give our time, our energy, our resources towards the work of the Lord. Amen. And, and uh, how many know God blesses those who bless Him? Amen. Amen. So really today is just Vision Sunday is a day to really look back with gratitude and look forward in giving. And so I uh, just want to talk a little bit about that today and and kind of, uh, Ed, you, you got a brochure. We want you to go through that today. How many got a brochure? If you didn't get a brochure, uh, I think there's a few in the back there, but also we'll make that PDF available online that you can just kind of, uh, maybe if you didn't get that or you can actually just uh, put that up on your phone or your device and something you can pray about anyways one of the things we want to do is we want to look at Psalms chapter 100, Psalms 100, very familiar passage of scripture and then we want to talk about some things today and uh, just real excited about it in Psalms 100 very you're very familiar uh, with this passage many Christians are. Psalms 104 and 5 verse 4 starts out with enter his gates with Thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his holy name. I love verse 5. For the Lord is what? Good and his mercy is everlasting. Forever and ever and ever. And then it says this. And his truth endures to all generations. Amen. How many are thankful that in every generation God's truth prevails? Amen. It's a matter of what that generation will do with God's truth. Will they get a hold of it? Will they run with it? Will they promote it? Will they live it out? And I believe that we are really locked in right now to a generation that really is going to do that. Amen. That his mercy and his truth endure to all generations. And we want to be a church that actually promotes that and really says, Lord, how can we see that done in our day, in our church, in our, uh, through us? And how can we see that happen? But I love this um, scripture here. We say it a lot in praise and worship, when we should. But I love this in this particular passage, in this context, It says enter, enter, enter. And so, what does that mean? That means to go in one door and then go through another. Go through one moment of opportunity, go through another. Go from one season and go to another. How many know there's an old saying that says when when God opens another door, he'll, you know, when he shuts one door, he'll open another one, right? I mean, how many know the Lord works that way? And so we see that we enter, we go through, we go into, we enter into, we leave one thing behind, we go into another, and we keep going on and on and on. And so we enter into God's... Uh, Gates and courts. And it says gates and courts. And so there's a lot of typology here and a lot of things that it meant. Really what it was is just a way that as you could say the closer you got to the presence of the Lord, the more things that they had to do and all those things. But really what it is, is it's the way God did things. He just wanted you to do things a certain way that He blessed, that He had favor on. And so you had to do it this way. How many know what I'm talking about? You had to go in the gate and then you had to go in the court and then you go into the Holy of Holies. Right? How many know if you studied the old Testament, there was just ways that God God had a way of doing things, right? And so this is just God's way. God wants us to give a certain way. God wants us to worship a certain way. How many believe that? God wants us to do that. And so he's saying you go through one season into another, one doorway into another, one opportunity into another, one one, uh, open door of God or one thing of the Lord into another. But you don't do it just any old way. You do it with thanks and you do it with praise. That simply means you do it with your heart and you do it in actions how many know God loves actions right he loves your heart but he also loves actions and so that means we do a heart and actions in giving because praise is a form of worship and worship is a form of giving it was an offering that's how they offered to the lord what he wanted and you got it out of, out of a heart of obedience out of a heart of love you gave to the lord that was part of an offering and so he talked here as the thanks is also with your with not with your heart but with your mouth and then praise was with your body there was action there how many know the lord loves action and so, um, and so also it looks, if we look at it we could say that we were thanking God for what, he, what we have enter his gates with thanksgiving, thank God for what we have but we praise him for what he's going to do how many know David wrote many many times about the wonders of God, the miracles of God, what God can do, the, the, the ability of God and how many know praise isn't just based on what he did praise is based on what God can do How many know sometimes you're in a situation and you say, Lord, amen, I I need to see you do this, or I need to see you do that, or I know you can do amazing things. And that's praise. Praise is not just thanking God for what he did, but it is looking forward to what he hasn't done yet, but he can do. Amen. How many know sometimes we praise God for what he can do? And Lord, I know you can do it. Lord, I can know you can do the impossible. Lord, I can know I know you can move mountains, and that's why I praise you today. Amen. How many know? Sometimes you just gotta praise God for what He can do. Amen. He can move mountains. He can, Amen. Cause, Amen. Uh, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, your enemies to to be silenced. He can work in amazing ways. Amen. So we give God thanks and we give God praise. And so as we look forward to The new year, we have to just say, you know, one of the things we have to say is that the people of God, uh, we've got to always be taking steps of faith how many know as a Christian you've got to be taking steps of faith all the time Amen. how many know you've got to always believe in God for big things don't ever stop believing God for big things don't ever stop believing God for the impossible for for the huge things that you can't do yourself don't ever get to that place if you get to that place and you just stop believing God for big things you'll start to to dwindle and shrivel up in your faith and you'll start to kind of get get, uh, stagnant in your faith come on and you get lukewarm in your faith but if you can just continue to believe God for big things amen and keep taking steps of faith how many know you're going to see his hand in your life you're going to see amazing things people that sit on the couch and aren't really interested in God moving aren't going to see amazing things in their life it's people that are taking steps of faith and people that are believing God for big things amen they begin to see big things how many know we serve a big God right And so enter his gates with thanksgiving, his courts with praise, the things that we already have seen, the things that God has done, and then the things that God wants to do. And so when we talk about our church and and what God has done, we can look back and say, God's done some good things, amen, some great things. I like what that old-time preacher said, ain't got a wonder, amen. Sometimes you just got to say, ain't got a wonder, amen, hasn't he done some good things? And so we want to look back and just thank the Lord for some things today, um, I believe that as we, um, as God begins to take a step and he works, amen, we take a step. And as we work and take a step, how many know God works? How many of you ever found that out? When I, when I take a step, God takes a step. When God takes a step, I take a step. When God works, I work. When I work, God works, amen. And I just found it out to be true that way. Amen. So I just wanted to just talk today about Vision Sunday. And if you have that flyer today or that brochure, if you just look into that, the very first thing we want to do today is we really want to thank the Lord for what he did last year and what, how, how God used really this church and your generosity and just your heart of, of thanksgiving and the heart of gratitude towards the work of the Lord. It's just been such a blessing. Um, as we all know, that early last year, the war broke out in Ukraine and Ukraine. Um, you know just really at that time was tens of thousands now it's in the hundreds of thousands if not millions of people have fled and have left mostly women and children and at one point um it was only women and children all the men had to stay and so we saw a surge of uh, refugees and just being displaced and relocated and and uh, the uh, i think it was last month the first were here and they talked about their ministry to the refugees from the ukraine and how um, god has opened up doors and all these things but but we felt, God, we want to do something. And so we knew a ministry, of a ministry, um, Stella's Voice. They were actually a ministry in Eastern Europe. They're already there. And they were, had already had a ministry there. And we knew that they were actively involved in um, supporting this and helping. And so we reached out to them. And uh, through your generosity, we were able to give $11,000 to the ministry there. And um, we have just see the Lord bless uh, that ministry in such an amazing way. Stella's Voice is uh, kind of a ministry that um, we met through brother Andy Elms that we met the people there and they support that as well but they're a ministry that really has a heart for supporting orphanages in Eastern Europe and also orphans especially young women uh, that are, are coming out of these orphanages and many are just going right on the street and so they actually have a ministry to educate and house and to bless um, the orphans there and so we partnered with them and we were able to give so thanks for your generosity and through your generosity we were able to give eleven thousand dollars and so you know but in the, in the grand scheme of things that's not really not a lot of money when you talk about millions of people that need uh, things and so um, you go on their site and just look and see how the Lord's blessed them uh, it really blesses your heart to know the Lord we just kind of partnered with them and we just thank the Lord for that ministry and we also did a lot of local missions and local ministries that just kind of supported the local ministries here and we were able to give a little extra at times and so maybe one time gifts towards certain ministries here in the city and we love doing that because we love seeing the gospel advance and people um getting uh, healed and delivered through these ministries and so we're excited about that and so how do we know we can give god thanks for that amen the local ministries that amen come on can we put our hands together and give god a cheer for come on the local ministries and what the lord has done in missions, and we want to continue to do that. Uh, earlier in the spring, uh, we just really kind of did a big push as a church, and we're able to finish the south end of the outreach center and uh, to get the youth in then. So the youth relocated over there, and so that's their meeting place. And we've only talked about it for like 15 years, and it was finally done, and uh, it was a dream that came true. But, uh, and we're so excited about it, but they're running out of space. And that's only a temporary space, by the way. Uh, we just kind of crammed all those people, the kids in there and the team and in there and playing games but we want them to get into the north north part the meeting room that's the uh meeting room's going to be up there and i believe that um we can seat up to, we can squish them in a little bit, up to 300 people in that meeting room. And we want to get that done. And we want to uh, kind of get all the things that need to be done for that. And we want to get the youth in there. And, and then we can have uh, really meetings for um, the community, for classes and for uh, special events. We want to have meetings there and dinners and everything in that meeting room. And just off the meeting room, we actually have to um, kind of build two brand new bathrooms from scratch but they're gonna be large bathrooms and so uh, that's a big need that we're gonna really need this year Um, but we see that and so then we also see that uh, we had some um, youth events uh, at, or not youth events, but some um, events at the Outreach Center. Uh, so many of you there were there and supported it and ate all the good food, and we loved every minute of it. But in July, we were able to have a week-long child evangelism event and uh, saw some kids come in from the, um, the neighborhood there and kind of opened the door to some of the parents' hearts to us. And uh, we want to do something like that again. We'd love to have VBS there. We'd love to have more children's outreach. How many know it's important to reach kids for the glory of God with the gospel? And uh, so that was exciting. And then in August, we were able to partner with uh, the city... Uh, here, a couple of the organizations, the police department and also the mayor's office reached out to us and said, hey, we're doing this uh, event, these initiatives here in the city. and We'd love to uh, have uh, an event there at your place. And they did it all really over the, all over the city that last summer, and um, they wanted to do it again. But anyways, we were able to do that in August. And how many remember that as a community cookout? They called it community cookout with cops. I guess that's what it was. And uh, so we were able to partner with them. And uh, I feel like it was just kind of a, a a starter, and it was just kind of get our, gets the little taste of what we can do, and uh, really just a, an event that the city wanted to do, to kind of just break down any walls that is between um, any kind of, uh, in the city that really is there, and also to build community and relationships, and so we're like, yeah, yeah, we can do that, we'd love to do that, and I look forward to doing stuff like that in the future, I look forward to partnering with uh, organizations and, and um, the city, city officials, to really say, hey, we're here to be a blessing, amen, we're just... We're Whatever you need, we're here to be a blessing. So we were able to do that in August. And then in October, we had our second annual Harvest Festival. That was awesome, right? And through that, we were able to minister to 100 of our neighbors, over 100 of our neighbors there in East End. And they came out, and uh, over 100 people were, just had games and food and prizes. And uh, so many of them we've made connections with, and we just uh, really it was just a blessing, just a fun time. So we want to continue to do that, and we want to continue in the future to do that. But how many know that took money, right? And it was by your giving that we were able to do those things. And uh, praise God for the hot dog roller that we got. That was awesome and things like that. We were able to do those things. And uh, so I'm, I'm excited about what the Lord wants to do. But how many are just thankful for what God was able to do and what we were able to do as a church? And amen. Come on, we just put our hands together and say, Lord, I thank you for that. Amen. Amen. But, you know, looking forward, one of the things that we had in our heart for this year-end offering was, Lord, what are some of the goals that, you know, really uh, you want us to, to do and, and to put before the people? And, and there was just, I know there's a lot of things, and how many know, when you get thinking about, let's see, your house, if there's ever a thing, hey, what needs to be done at your house? Man, the, the list can grow, can it? Uh, or, or the things you want to do, right? That, that project list can grow. And so, as a church, we were like, man, there's a lot of things we, we need or we could do, but we felt like, what would some of the most important things um, this next year that we want to focus on, that God really, we need to see the Lord do a breakthrough in and and really see a a step there. And one of them was is our our campus expansion, and that is really getting into the north end of the outreach center, finishing that meeting room in the bathrooms, and then having a, a really nice commercial kitchen where we can do barbecue right. Amen. Right, and where we can do those things. Right, we can serve meals and meet needs, and uh, where we can do youth events and kids events and family events. And like to have our uh, a men's meeting over there next year and do some things. So. It's going to take some work. It's going to take some money. We don't have a financial goal. We don't have a monetary goal that we have this year. But we just we kind of have a a ballpark figure. And uh, my figure is always off. It's always way, way, way bigger. And so we do have a ballpark figure. But um, we just want to see God move. We want to see God meet every need. We just want to see the Lord supply the needs. And so, um, so we want to get in there. And we want to get into that north end. And we want to do a really strong push to get in there as soon as we can. And we've been meeting with, um, you know, some of the contractors and some of the people that really are key in helping us get into that next um, area there. And uh, it's just going to take some work, going to take some work nights and volunteer. And it's going to take some of that, but it's also going to take money. And so we're just believing the Lord to do that. And um, uh, so anyways, and and then really the the next thing that's on our heart that we feel here at our church is the next generation. You say, well, what is that? That's really the family ministry that we have here. That's our children's ministry, Valley Kids, Consumer fire youth and then we have a college and career age uh, group that we have a small group and we want to see those groups upgraded we want to see them strengthened and we want to do all that we can to meet the needs of the next generation I believe that we've got to invest in the next generation how many believe it's important to invest in the next generation amen thank God for you know what what we've seen and what we do uh, for adults but how many know there's so many kids in this city that need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. There's so many families that are coming in because of a children's ministry that is really preaching the gospel and teaching their kids the scriptures and really giving them a good, strong foundation. A lot of parents come to church just because there's a good children's program or because there's a good youth program or youth ministry. How many believe that? I I I can honestly say that in the 20 years that my wife and I were youth pastors, we saw people that came to youth group that didn't necessarily come to the church, but they didn't have a youth group at their church, or they didn't have a youth ministry. And they desperately needed fellowship and and the word, and they needed that uh, fire of God in their lives. And so we were able to really see a lot of kids come in, get saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, get baptized through the youth ministry. So how many know it's important? A good, strong youth ministry is important. And I really want to thank the Lord for uh, Michael and Ashley and the team there and all they're they're doing. And uh, Luke just gave me a fist pump for that. Love that. Thanks, Luke. Luke loves it, appreciates it. Hope you do as much as he does but. I was hoping we were going to match today, buddy. Anyways, um, but we just feel like since we've been there, you know, just on Catherine Street, uh, we... Brother Michael tells me there's new people coming in, kids just kind of coming in and just checking it out. How many know that's, that's how a lot of you came to church? That's how a lot of you met Jesus, amen? Just kind of staggering in, amen? And so we, we believe that the youth ministry there and the, the, the potential that it has to reach so many kids in this city uh, is, is amazing. Uh, I also wanted to say that I, I feel that this year we do want to really just pray about um, really just kind of uh, some youth events that are going to impact a lot of Teenagers. I, I know that um, through talking through a lot of uh, uh, both Christian and secular um, uh, leaders of organizations and, and managers, co-directors of, of organizations here in the city, that there is a tremendous need to see a move of God in this city among teenagers. Like, there's a lot of programs for kids. There's a lot of good programs for kids. There's programs for single moms. There's programs for families. But there's just a lack of outreach and um, and significant impact for teenagers and so we want to say who better than the church? Who better than the church to reach young people? Who better, amen, thank God you can reach them with maybe some music and food and some video games, but amen, the thing that's going to keep them and it's going to save them and deliver them and set them free is the gospel of Jesus Christ, amen? We're not just looking to pack out a gym, we're looking to pack out the kingdom, amen, with teenagers who love Jesus, amen? And so we believe that it's important that as a church we pour into the next generation. Lord, how can we do that? That's been our prayer. How can we uh, pour into that? And so it's going to take some effort. It's going to take some money and it's going to take some, some uh, people. We have great leaders. We have everybody there to do it. We just need uh, some extra resources to do that. And so also really I just want to throw it out that really in my heart as, as a pastor that this year... I feel that one of the things the Lord's put on my heart is to really continue to build relationship with other pastors and to partner with other ministries in the city and to really come alongside them and have them work with us and, and, uh, and just say, you know what? We're here to unify. <laughs> We're here to do something together. Amen. We're here to see the harvest come in together. Amen. This thing's way too big for, for one church. Even though we live in a small city, how many know this is still too big for one church to do? And, and so we want to partner with other ministries and encourage them and come alongside them and strengthen them and and just be a... Um, like, there's so many pastors, really, that I've talked to in the city that just uh, since during COVID and, and all that um, thing that was happening in the last couple of years, there's just been... Um, really just kind of a uh, almost like a a closing off and there's just been a seclusion in their heart just kind of a almost like I feel like I'm isolated and I feel that uh, I'm doing this by myself and we're just kind of out here doing things by ourselves but how many know we need to join together and and stand as one and say you know what we're together we're stronger amen together we can do this thing and so we want to do that as well. Amen. So we've got some goals that we have put down there. And if you would like to just maybe say if there's something I could give towards, maybe a specific number, maybe a, a, a monetary uh, a goal that you have that you can just let me know, use uh, just to contact us and let us know. But we just kind of like want to just see what God wants to, will do, amen, with all offering. Um, let me just share a few things and, as we get ready to pray. Um, really i just kind of thought lord what would be my response to this what is kind of my response to this year-end offering and this really what you want to do next year in second corinthians chapter nine I'm just want to read the scripture and then share some things in chapter nine i'm going to just going to read a couple verses but it says this i'm reading out of the niv in verses six through eight It says, remember this, Paul's saying this, he's saying, remember something, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, whoever sows generously will also reap generously. Now, let me just stop right there and just say, when we read that scripture, automatically we think, okay, if you give $5, that's all you're getting back is $5, what a cheapskate you are. That's not what Paul's saying here because the very next verse makes that clear. He's not saying that if you only give five dollars, you're a cheapskate, and somehow if somebody gives bigger than that, then somehow they're better than you, or they're more loved by God, they're gonna be blessed. No. What he's saying here is that if you just plant a garden, then you're gonna get the fruit of that garden. But if you have the land to plant five acres of corn or 50 acres of corn, then you're gonna get 50 acres back, right? So what he's saying is that you sow according to what you have. You sow according to what's in your heart, as he says the very next verse. So it's not like somehow you're not as significant. Thank God for those $5 members, but oh, we love those $500 members. No, that's not what God's saying here, what Paul's saying here. And he's not saying that somehow if you only give a little bit, that somehow it's insignificant. He's saying whatever you give is impactful. Whatever you give means a lot. Whatever you give, come on somebody, because it says here that, in, in the translation says, whoever sows generously or whoever sows with blessing will receive with blessing. So if you sow generously or out of a generous heart, out of a thankful heart, out of a spirit of gratitude, you will receive that back into your life. Amen? Amen. And so I don't want you to think that, uh, well, I'm just going to put in this crummy dollar. Well, Jesus said, according to the woman, she only gave less than two, uh, one penny. And he said she gave more than everybody else. So it doesn't have anything to do with that. She gave out of her heart. Come on, somebody. And so read in verse 7. It says, each of you should give uh, what you have decided in your heart. To, uh, to give not re- reluctantly don't give reluctantly to the Lord and don't give under compulsion don't be forced to give don't don't feel like I have to give out obligation because he told me to and I feel guilty no don't do that he said give from the heart because God loves a cheerful giver isn't that key and God is able to bless you abundantly verse 8 so that in all things at all times having all that you need you will abound in every good work so that your needs are taken care of and that you have enough to meet somebody else's need is what he's saying so that's how we're supposed to give we're supposed to give out of our heart we're supposed to give out of uh, you know so even if we would mention a number today maybe we would say hey the need is you know 5,000 or 10,000 you know that's not saying that you know well you're not allowed to mention numbers because we got to give from our heart no that's not what he's saying what he's saying is what Whatever the need is, give out of your heart. No matter what it is, it doesn't matter. Don't give out of compulsion. Don't give out of, uh, you know, feeling obligated and out of this pressure. Just give out of your heart. That's all, right? And God sees it. God blesses it. Now, man judges. Well, you gave a little bit, and well, you gave more, so you have a better seat and you're more prevalent. No, that's not what he's saying at all. Amen. How many know God loves a cheerful giver? Amen. And God's able to bless you at all times, in all ways, so that you're ready to give and distribute and have for your own needs and your own family and then for other people who have need. Amen. That's what he's saying. And then in verse 10, I love this. Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. Amen. How many know God pays back with dividend? God blesses. God never disappoints. How many know, say, well, Brother Matt, if I give $50, I want to get $50 back from the Lord. That's not how it works. He gives more than you gave sometimes. He gives not just with money. How many know, God gives you sometimes peace. How many know peace is better than money sometimes? Come on. All the time, really. Joy is better than money. And God has a way of blessing you, amen, because you blessed him or blessed other people, and the Lord will give back pressed down, shaken together, and running over. God never fails. He's a God that just cannot fail. I love that about the Lord, amen. But he said that he will increase. Listen in Proverbs 11 um, 11 and verse 10, it says, When the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. Come on, when the the righteous prosper. And how do we prosper? We prosper by being generous. We prosper by giving. Not just money, but giving of ourselves. Giving of our time. Giving of our hearts. Our love. Giving. And verse 11. Through the blessing of the upright, a city is exalted. I don't know about you, but I want to see what happens in here. Amen? Our city is impacted because what's happening among us. Amen? How many know that's possible? That what's happening among us as believers, that our city is actually being impacted whether they know it or not, whether they see it or not, whether they feel it or not, how many know our city can be impacted? Amen. 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 And so whatever's happening in, in our lives or what's happening with the church, the Bible makes it clear, whatever, however it goes to the righteous, that's how it goes with the city. How many know the righteous are the ones that need to be really filled with joy and peace? And they're the ones that need to be leading the way with righteous acts and acts of kindness. Come on, or good works. Come on. Amen. Amen good families and strong marriages that the church needs to be leading the way in that and so that's what he's saying here and he says that as you give in your heart as you feel to give as the Lord speaks to you the Lord has worked with you but also we bless in proportion to the way that God has blessed us how many know that God works with us that way Amen. how many are thankful that we the Bible teaches us that we love one another the way that Jesus has loved us I mean that's pretty big isn't it that's pretty grand isn't it I mean that's That's like amazing. That's like mind-blowing. You know, like God loved me in such a way that it was so amazing. Well, the Bible says that we need to love that way. And so he's saying that we need to give in proportion to how God has blessed you. Amen. And I believe that God is going to use your generosity, our generosity, to advance His kingdom, to advance the gospel, to advance the church. And so we're excited about this opportunity that we have to look back in gratitude and look forward in giving. And I'm so excited about that because I feel like, you know, the Lord's just going to do things that we haven't seen yet. Amen. How many believe that God still wants to do some things that we can't picture, we can't even imagine, It hasn't even entered into our heart? I mean, we got some, I mean, if we were going to make a list and say, you know, we want to see God do some great things. It'd be a cool list, right? But God will blow that list away and surprise us and amaze us with what he's going to do. Amen. And I believe that with all my heart. Amen. And so, uh, really, I want to just encourage you that this offering, to, uh, that we're going to be um, really kind of this year-end offering that we're just going to be giving towards is kind of above and beyond tithes. It's just that above and beyond gift. And so, I know a lot of people in the past have come and said, you know what, it's on my heart, or uh, God has blessed me in such a way this year that I want to give um, towards something. And and they just don't know what the is. They just don't know what the needs are, and so that's why we put that uh, bulletin together, that we would know what the needs are, and uh, that we can pray accordingly. And so, um, in closing, I just want to ask, what should our response be? What should our response be, right? Uh, Number one, I believe that our response today is to pray. Amen. This is what we want you to do. We want you to pray today. I want you to just to pray about your gift. I want you to just say, Lord, um, guide me in my giving. Ask the Holy Spirit to, to just, Lord, what, is the, what, is, what do you want me to give? And some of you already have something to give. Maybe something you already had, something God already put in your mind. This is what we can give. Uh, maybe it was just what you want to pray about is, Lord, what should I focus on? Should I just focus, just give in general, or should I focus on something? What are you leading me to? Is there something that you want me to give specifically, um, I want you to just pray and ask the Lord to guide you in your giving um, this this year. Just say, Lord, what what can I give? What should I give? Um, how many know that's the best way to do it? Amen. How many know if you ask uh, uh, people in the church, they'll give you all kinds of different answers, right? But if you ask the Lord, He'll give you the right answer. Lord, what am I going to give? So I want you to pray. That's the first thing we want you to do. Just pray. In fact, don't even, some of you don't even give today or, or, or next week. Just, just put this on your fridge or put this on the counter. Put it in your night stand and just say, Lord, what do you want me to give towards? How how can I be a blessing? What should I give? And we just want you to do that. Some of you just have to sit down with your family and talk about it and pray about it as a family. What can we give uh, this year? We want you to do that. And the second thing we, we really that you can do today is give. And that is to partner with us to see God do amazing things in the next year and say, we're going to partner together and we're going to give and we're going to move and we're going to say, you know what, God, you're going to do amazing things and you're going to use. But how many know once we pray, once we give, then it's up to the Lord. And how many know God has an amazing way of multiplying gifts. Amen. God has a, a, a way of multiplying what we give Him. And so it could be just a little bit. It could be something maybe maybe some of you t- today would just say lord i want to give more of my time i want to give more of my uh, i want to volunteer and so i want to give more of my time amen maybe that's something the lord's speaking to you to do to give of your time amen and so today we want to ask you that you can pray and you can give how many are excited about what the lord wants to do amen i'm excited about that let's stand on our feet today as the worship team comes getting ready but what notice what he says here is that we give from the heart. We give in Proportionate the way the Lord has blessed us, and so as we look forward to the new year, we want to partner together to see God do amazing things in 2023. You know, if you were to sit down and have coffee with me or whatever, and you were to say, "Brother Matt, what, what's in your heart? What's the vision God's given the team here?" Uh, I, I, we would be a, we would be a little bit. I mean, I, there's so many things that we could talk about. And I see the Lord doing this, and God's going to do this, and I believe the Lord's going to do this. But how many know we just need to take one step at a time I'm learning that I'm learning that as a dreamer as a visionary I'm learning that take one thing at a time but how many know sometimes you need people like me in your life just to kind of put you out there on the edge of the boat a little bit amen come on let's let's keep moving let's keep running after God and keep but how many know in the end it's not about what we necessarily do here as a church it's about people It's about people. It's about people in need that need Jesus, that need the gospel, that need uh, healing and deliverance The people that have tremendous needs physically and emotionally and spiritually. I mean, that's what it's all about. It's all about really God using us to touch people for Him. Amen. And so, this is really what it's about. It's about people. It's about what we're we're doing as a church. We didn't buy the outreach center so we could have more space for junk, even though there will be more space for junk, right? We did it for people because God's heart for people. And there's people in this city that God wants to use you to reach them. Because if you don't reach them, nobody else will reach them. Amen. Come on. That's just the way it is. God raised you up for this time, in this day, in this church to join together, to unify that we can do something amazing for Him and His glory. Amen. I don't know about you but I want to see more salvations this year. I want to see more baptisms this year. I want to see more kids getting saved, more teenagers coming in. I want to see more people getting healed and delivered and set free, more addicts getting delivered, more people, uh, marriages coming together that, that are just, just shouldn't be. Amen. But how many know we serve a God that loves to do that? Amen. But he needs us today and we need us. And this is the way that we can do that. And so today what we're going to do is in closing, we're going to pray. Amen. Well, I'm going to do something we haven't done for a long, long time. Amen. I'm going to ask you just to slip out of your seat and as much as we can just join around the front. Can we just, as you, if you want to pray, we're going to end in prayer today. Can we just do that?